Welcome into the first edition of the SCJ Preps Podcast here on SiouxCityJournal.com and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. I'm your host, Zach James, the new assistant sports editor here at the Sioux City Journal. Coming up in this episode, we're going to preview the Drake Relays and preview a couple events, what you, you, what you should be looking for, a couple top athletes, things like that and uh, get you ready to go for what to uh, watch for at the Blue Oval coming up this weekend. I want to start out, though, um, kind of halfway selfishly thanking you, the readers, for all the nice notes, the tweets, the emails, uh, reacting to my column that ran in Wednesday's journal. I'm glad to be here in Northwest Iowa, and I hope this is a long ride. And I know Northwest Iowa had some really high-quality athletes not only at the high school level, but also at the college level, the semi-pro level, and I can't wait to jump into it. This has been kind of a dream of mine. I didn't talk about this much in my column, so I'll talk about it here. I think the Journal is one of the top newspapers in Iowa. There is a list that I have of top news top newspapers in Iowa, the, the legendary ones, the ones that stand above the rest and that's not to demean any of the other newspapers because there are plenty of quality journalists here in this state but the ones I hold in higher regard than others from a daily publication standpoint are the Des Moines Register, the City Rapids Gazette, the Quad City Times and the Sioux City Journal and the Dubuque Telegraph Herald too. Being here, being at a place where there have been so many great writers bringing you quality content throughout the years. I wanted to be a part of that. And yes, I wanted to come home too, and that played a part of it too. But I seen my byline in the Sioux City Journal for the first time a couple weeks ago. Brought a smile to my face, and hopefully I can have plenty of those uh, throughout the weeks and maybe even longer uh, here in Sioux City. But with further ado, let's talk about the Drake Freeways for a uh, few minutes. Uh, it'll, it's already kicked off technically because on sat- last Saturday they had the half marathon 10k uh, and the 5k. The Grand Blue Mile was on Tuesday and the events at Capitol Square, mainly the pol- pole vault and the de- decathlon and heptathlon are on Wednesday. But things really get going on Thursday, especially from a high school standpoint. From a high school standpoint, it'll be the 3,000 meter run, the 3,200 meter run from a high school standpoint and everything else is either open or in the uh, college division for that. They call it the the distance carnival and they just try and get all the distance races out of the way so that they can keep things moving on Friday and Saturday and that's what it's going to be on Friday and Saturday is things really get ramped up Friday morning at 8 a.m. With the girls 100 meter high hurdles and we have some quality athletes competing in that event as well as all the events uh, Lake and Gardner with Sioux City East will get things going on Friday morning as she will compete in the second heat of the 100 meter hurdles in the girls and then the boys uh, Max Murphy obviously is in there and, and they, they'll get that going I, I'm, I'm not gonna go through the whole list of who went, who is competing go on to SiouxCityJournal.com to find that list. But we will focus on a couple races here. And the first one 
that I want to focus on is the 100 meter dash in both boys and girls. Throughout the, most of the season, Ardell Inlay of Sioux City East has held the top time in the 100 meter dash. And I thought that was going to stand true throughout most of the season. But that has changed this week, and more specific, specifically Tuesday night. Spirit Lake's Joe Stein ran a 10.68, 10 minutes, ah, not minutes, duh, seconds, sorry, 10.68 seconds at the Emmitsburg High School meet on Tuesday night. And that is the fastest time in the entire state right now. Inlay is at 10.74. That time has held true since April 2nd. But Joe Stein, a junior at Spirit Lake, now holds the top time in the 100-meter dash. So it looks like Inlay had some competition. Not to say that he didn't going into this race because these are the fastest guys in the state. And I and Inlay even knows that he's going to go against some high, some high competition. As we look at the 100-meter dash, Inlay is in the fourth lane of the first heat. And... That's that's a really good place to be. If you don't know track a whole lot, usually the faster runners are in the middle lanes. And Inlay is right in the middle right there to lead things off at 8.40 a.m. on Friday morning. In the prelims, it's a prelim, but uh, Inlay is right up there too. We also have three other guys running in that race. Stein is in the seventh lane of the fourth heat. And then in the third heat, Josh Heather of West Monona and Sergeant Blue Fluton's Jorma Schwedler, who I talked to on Wednesday, um, we'll get <coughs> excuse me. We'll get into that here in a second. But they will also compete in the 100, 100 meter dash. Holly Duax, however, still holds the top time in the state in the one hundred meter dash. She will compete in the fifth lane of the first heat at eight thirty Friday morning in the prelims, going against Anna Winterode, uh, sophomore at OABCIG. So that'll be a good race. To to uh, watch for early Friday morning. We have some fast kids here in Northwest Iowa, not only in the Iowa part, but uh, like sports editor Justin Retz and I were talking about the other night, um, the Hanson girl from South Sioux City, her first name escapes me for uh, some reason right now, and I apologize for that, but she beat Gardner in the 100-meter, Lake and Gardner in the 100-meter hurdle. So that just goes to show you that there are some fast kids, not only in Iowa, but also in South Dakota and Nebraska, which makes this area and my eagerness to be in this area so, so good. Speaking of Sergeant Blue Flute, and I talked about them a little bit, but I want to talk about how many relays and how many kids they're sending. They were 3A schools, so they're not... The up at the upper echelon of enrollment classes or anything like that. But they're sending 17 kids in five relays. Two of them girls, three of them boys. I think that's really cool for a school that size to be sending so many kids down to Des Moines. I was talking with Warriors coach uh, Monty Larson on Wednesday, and I asked him if he was thinking about taking a car, How many, what was the transportation going to be like? And he admitted to me that he would have tried to get a bus to go down to Des Moines. Most schools don't order buses to go down uh, to Des Moines unless you're a really big school like Western Dubuque. Like the Dubuque schools and Quad City schools and City Rapids schools. And and some schools up here too. But um, for them to take three 
full carloads of kids down to Des Moines. I think that's really impressive. And for the girls program to have the success that they've, they're having this year, and that's not normal. I don't want to say that's not normal. That's not appropriate or maybe nice for me to say. But they're sending a 4 by 4 team um, down to Drake Stadium. I was going to say Wells Fargo Arena, but that's the wrong venue. Um, I am used to Wells Fargo Arena because I've covered a lot, a lot of uh, girls and boys say basketball tournaments. I'm, I'm excited for the basketball season, too. I am really pumped for the basketball season. But anyway, going back to track, Sergeant Blue Fluton's girls are sending the 4 by one and the 4 by 4 and I think that's really cool. The four girls who are going to be representing the Warriors on f- Friday and Saturday are senior Brooklyn Huberty, Emma Salker, Chloe Black, and Maddie Hinkle. That's really good for the girls program to kind of um, to, to represent themselves. And the boys are going to be well represented too, but it's really nice to see the girls being represented on that stage as well. We'll get you out of here on an interview I had with Bishop Helen's Amber Asoff and Madison Yoakum. I went out to their practice on Wednesday to kind of catch up and seeing what they were expecting for coming up this weekend in the Drake Relays. Just give me a refresher of what you're going to be competing in this weekend. Um, I'm running in the 15 and the open 8 and 4x4. So you have a busy schedule? Yeah, a little bit. Which race are you most excited about? Um... I'm really looking forward. I'm obviously looking forward to my individual races, but I know that our team in the 4x4 can perform really well. So I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do and maybe break a school record in there. So that's important. Maddie, I see you nodding your head. Are you in the 4x4 too? Yep. All right. So what kind of things have worked well so far this year for the 4x4? Um, I think we kind of just shifted people around a little bit and kind of figured out where we were at and to see like what our other teammates could do and see what they had potential for. And I think we found a good group that can really, like, get far and, you know, we're really seeing where we're at. So I'm excited. Um, I think all of us are very competitive and we're a very close group. And I feel like it just drives us to push harder for each other. Does the current order, the way it sits right now, is that how it's worked best so far this year? I think we've switched the order around a little bit. Yeah, I think we've switched the order around, but it always it helps having Madison being able to finish in that 400 since it's like her strongest race. So, I don't know. That's a really good way to bring it home. So. Uh, for you, for the 1500, I'm a distance kid, so mm-hmm. I like talking about distance races the most. Uh, what are you looking for in the 15 this um, weekend? I don't know. I've really started to like the 15 more this season, and I don't know. It's just a race I felt more comfortable in. And um, I guess I'm looking forward to having that good competition, and it's just a really good opportunity to like see what I can do. I guess. Have you? This, is this the first year you've run the 15? Uh, I ran it last year too, but I hadn't run it as many times as I am this year, so I'm excited. Are you okay with running it as much as you have been this year? Yes, I. I don't know. I think it's a good race for me, and I just kind of like where I'm sitting at right now. So. <laughs> you liking where you're at in the eight too? Uh, yes, yep. I like the 800, and I kind of, I had a good race at the beginning of the season, and I haven't quite, like, reached back to that point where I want to be, and I just don't want that to be, like, my peak of the season, and I want to be able to keep improving and, like, get a better time in a PR, so. Does that scare you at this point in the season? A little bit, but at the same time, I know I still have room to grow and, like, room to improve, so I guess it's just another goal I'm getting ready to reach. Even so. though you haven't seen improvement in time necessarily 
in the eight, or you still do you still feel like you're improving in the eight? Um. You're fine, you're um, fine. What did you say? Do you still feel like you're feeling improvement, seeing improvement in the eight, even though you're not seeing it in time? Yeah, I think <laughs> that the more the season goes on, the more competition I'll have and the more opportunities I'll have to, like, compete with other people, and I think that will help push me. So I'm looking forward to that. What's, what are you looking for? What's your biggest goal going into this weekend? Uh, I just like to improve. I want to get better times. I want to get a PR maybe in all our races and just really show up and compete and see what I can do. Would it mean the most to see improvement in 4x4 than maybe in the individual races? Um, I think it would mean just as much to me just because I, I really want to reach that school record in um, the 4x4 because I know that we have like the potential and we're able to do that. But at the same time, those individual races are also really important too. So I don't know. And that'll do it for the inaugural version of the SCJ Preps podcast here on SiouxCityJournal.com. Make sure to check out SiouxCityJournal.com for all coverage, not only for track and field, but also soccer. Also, tennis is going on right now and a bunch of uh, college baseball and softball going on right now, too. So uh, it's a very busy spring schedule and it will only get busier as the spring turns to summer and then the summer turns into fall and we'll be right here with you um not only from a podcast standpoint but also a video standpoint and obviously the content you can see online and in print as well for the sioux city journal staff i'm assistant sports editor zach james thanks for listening